You're listening to Kicking It with John and Greg. One's a real estate agent. Oh, man. We're definitely editing that out. The other is an all-world punter for your Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, you can. Why can't you say that? We'll just wait. We'll see. I think you can say that. I hope you can. Powered by Seahawks.com. Now you never know. Well, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I am sure. You never know until you know. Well, And I know. Hello and welcome to another episode of Kicking It with John and Greg. Joined here with my good buddy Greg Woodman. What is up, buddy? You know, another day, another day, another dollar. Preseason is over. Over. How Labor does that Day feel? weekend's upon us. Uh, it feels good. Yeah. You know, now it's the real ones. The real ones start. It's got to be a kind of a good feeling. Get through another another preseason, and now yep. now just mindset focus on my thirteenth preseason. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of games. That is. 13 times 4, so that's like 100 and some games. You, were, you, were, you worked, you worked <laughs> right? hard this week. That's Yeah, your math is good there. Yeah, spot on. I think you've played about 112 games total, right? <laughs> <laughs> 16 times 4. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. No, it was uh, that, that fourth preseason game is always interesting. Yeah. You know, you, you, I think the starters played one series. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, then it's like, I think Russell ran out, handed the ball to the center, and then ran back yeah, onto the he, side. <laughs> it's like, have he, a good he, game, guys. He, he almost broke his butt when he ran up for the coin flip, and then it was, <laughs> it was done. It was done. So it's all, that's always an interesting game, but it also gives, like, a lot of young guys opportunity to get some playing time in and get some. So they always talk about you want to get tape out there. You know, all those guys aren't going to make the team, and the more tape you have to, to advertise yourself, you basically it's your, your tape is your resume for the other 31 teams. So, um, you know, a lot of times, obviously, we can't keep every guy on that roster. But I think it was 2013, we had 81 guys out of the 90 guys in camp played in the NFL game that year. That is crazy. Which is really crazy. It shows how much depth we have and how much we've had in the past. Wow. You know, I, I think that had to have been a record. Cause that is That's uh, ridiculous. Ten stuff. guys, only ten. Nine guys. Or nine. Nine guys. Didn't, didn't play on a team. Yeah. I mean, no, no, I don't. not all of them played like a full season. They all yeah. played at least one, one game, which is yeah. really crazy when you think of it. Wow. Out of how many people are cut? Do you are there guys who, I, I mean, I'm sure that isn't easy. But going into that game, kind of know that they aren't going to make their team, or do they think? Does everyone still think that they? I, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure it's different from your side, but I, on the position groups where there's, you know, where they know that they probably aren't going to keep that many whatever linebackers yeah, or I, or wide receivers or whatever that go out play that game, knowing that it could be their last game, that, or that it, that it probably is their last game this season. Yeah, or, I think a lot of guys probably have that in their mind you know somewhere in the back of their mind knowing that you know if you're the seventh running back on the roster they're not probably going to keep seven but at the same time i think a lot of guys are are playing for you know a practice squad spot yeah or a practice squad spot somewhere else or hopefully get on to another roster or you know and and there's always those guys that you know kind of come out of nowhere and and surprise people and make the team do you do you ever watch hard knocks yeah, because yeah. now it's given. I think that's given something that's given fans a huge, like a completely different insight into yeah. teams and in, in the preseason. Do, do I mean? I guess everyone is a professional in this industry, but I, when you know you're on TV and you go through, I mean, is it? it that's just got to be such a hard thing to know that now people are watching you. You know, they show some of those films where they they do the first cuts and they're in the weight room and they're all just kind of just dreading watching the yeah. one guy who does the cuts yeah. and just hoping he doesn't come by him. Like, it's got to be so nerve-wracking. Yeah, I think it'd make it even uh, more terrible to have to be cut on TV. I mean, I think what people don't realize, sometimes, you know, you just see a guy, you know, so-and-so got cut or released, and you just see it at the bottom of a sports page or, or whatever, you know, and you're like, oh, that guy got released. 
and you, you don't humanize it. It's like that yeah. guy's quite possibly could never play in the NFL again. He's worked every day of his life since he was seven or eight years old for this moment, and now his dream is destroyed all in the you know in a second. And all you just you know people it's easy just to see that name at the bottom of a of a column and be like, oh, he's he's released. Well, yeah, and his dreams are shattered, and his family's upset, and he has to move. And I mean, there's, there's just a lot. It really, I think being able to watch that show and kind of see what these guys go through. And, and their families. I think that's families. the big thing is yeah. you see them with their, their kids and their wife. And some of them, especially the ones who, you know, maybe are have been traveling around for a little bit. And mm-hmm. they've, you know, they talk to their, their wives or girlfriends or whatever. And they've like, you know, this is the seventh place we've been in the last yeah. five years. And that's, yeah. and I don't think people do see that. So it's easy to look at it and say, oh, you know, everyone, you guys are pro athletes and everyone makes millions of dollars and everything's so easy and this and that and there's that that's one you know what the average career is a couple of years and yeah. you know the, the longevity is definitely not promised yeah i mean the average career now i think they say is like three years you know and i think that I mean, it's so easy to be like oh they're all they're all millionaires but the truth is that most of them aren't <laughs> you know i mean don't get me wrong we get paid very very well for what we do i'll not, never ever complain about that but a lot of these guys come in and you know they'll play a few games here or there and, you know, they're not leaving the NFL with a six-figure bank account. Yeah. You know, they, they have enough to keep them going for a few more months until they, they find another job. You know, it's not uh, always quite as glamorous as um, some people might think. And sometimes it is, though. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Yeah. Uh, okay, so training camp ends. Uh, one of the things I, I think we talked a little bit about. So when you do training camp, you actually can't stay at home. You guys stay. Uh, yeah, we stay at a hotel for the first, uh, basically for the first, I think, three weeks. So we've been at the hotel for a little bit now. Okay. But uh, it's always nice to be able to get back home. So when you're when when the season starts, what kind? How does your routine or what does your kind of week look like? If a game's on Sunday, what kind of what does your yeah. week kind of look like leading up to that? Yeah, it's a, it, every single week is pretty much exactly the same. Like you you just pick out any day and any time. I can tell you exactly where I'll be and what I'll be doing. You know, because every week is just the same. That's uh, kind of the routine of it, and it's you know some people call it the, a grind. I, I love it. You know, just you get into such a rhythm of 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 a week and, and been doing it for so long that. You know, Mondays kind of we kind of come in. We call it Tell the Truth Monday, where you know we kind of go over the film from the previous day. We work out, and uh, you know, it's, you know, a few hours. That's a pretty quick day. And Tuesday's always our day off. That's pretty much across the whole league. And then we get into game planning on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and those are kind of our our longer days where we're here for nine, ten, eleven hours a day. And then you know, Saturday's kind of our, our pregame walkthrough, get ready for it, stay in the hotel that night uh, if it were at home. And uh, game day Sunday, and you just kind of get into that rhythm. It's every week the same, the same thing over and over, and it just everything it goes by so fast once you get into games because you know just every week is kind of one after another. Keep on coming. How excited are you for the first game of the season and to get out of the tunnel for the first time? Yeah. And um, it's just nice to get back out there, you know. And yeah. you know, it's uh, you know, this is like this is what I do. You know, this is what we all do. This is what we love. You know, this is what we we uh, you know, you kind of starve for that that adrenaline rush to be on the field again, you know, play century link. It's, it's always cool. You know, yeah. it's, you, you always remember that. I mean, I think every, every game is special. I'm, I kind of, uh, don't take any of it for granted. Cause I mean, I know a bunch of guys back home that are working at the oil refinery on a farm that would give their left one to be where I am right now. Absolutely. You know, so I feel like I'm kind of, you know, some of the guys I played with, you know, growing up played with hundreds probably thousands of, of, uh, guys that would, you know, trade spots me in a heartbeat. So I kind of never, I never try to. I try to never forget that. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like I'm kind of playing for for all them too. Yeah, I I can't even imagine how cool it is to like walk out of that tunnel. Um, 
what are some of the stadiums that you like that I mean I think I think our stadium is pretty awesome. Is there any other stadiums that you look forward to going to or like man this place is this place is awesome? Yeah, there's a um you know, I think they they in a way they kind of blend together after a while. Yeah. But there's still whenever the, the, the new Dallas stadium. I think I've played yeah. there, you know, two or three times and it's the only stadium at this point in my career where I still like look around and be like, "Oh my god." Like, <laughs> yeah. There's go-go dancers in the end zone. There's a screen above that that's so huge you can't even imagine. I mean, it's the only stadium where I still kind of look around and be like, "What is going on? <laughs> what is this?" You know, I went to a football game and a circus broke out. Yeah. You know, it's just uh it, it's crazy, but I I like I like to play in all the dome stadiums. Yeah. I like Arizona. Um that's always been one of my favorite. Houston, which I've only played a couple of times, but Houston's one of my uh, one of my favorites. Do you so. dread playing in bad weather? I don't dread it, but I don't like it. Yeah, you know. So if, if you look at you, if you look at the schedule and you see a game in Chicago in December, yeah. you're like, oh, dang it. Yeah, I mean, you try not to go negative, like. Yeah, but it's still, you're like, oh. Like we play, I think we play like December something, first or second week in December in Green Bay this year. You're like, well, it's probably not going to be pleasant, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but then last year it was like that. We played in Minnesota uh, in December, and we kind of had that, like, you know, you look ahead and you're like, yeah, get ready, it's going to be awful. Yeah. And then it was like 40 degrees. It was like, oh, that's true. And then we play like two weeks later there, and it's the worst weather. I think it's like the second coolest game in the history of the playoffs. Something. You know what? Thinking so. about that, how because that game was, I I had a conversation. I remember with friends about that game. How much did that weather affect the game? Because I don't think you can see it on TV that it's negative what thirteen yeah. or fifteen degrees. I mean, does it? it it's got to just take an immense toll on everything you try to do. It it really does. I mean, it's just. I mean, if you've never been in weather that, that cold before, just everything you try to do is difficult. Yeah. You know, just going out to your car to start the car at minus 10 degrees or whatever it was, it's hard to do. And now you're, you know, now we're wearing tight spandex pants and running around on a field trying to play football. I, yeah. I re- it's it, interesting it's you brought warm, that up. Cause I remember thinking that and not hearing all these debates of like, oh, well, they didn't do this. I'm like, I can't imagine trying to move, let alone being wearing sleeveless yeah. and then running and trying to do anything athletic when it is – so cold that you probably like spit and it freezes before yeah. it hits the ground. I'm not gonna lie, it was miserable. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. was awful. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think it's like it, anything you try to do in weather like that, and I think it's a great, uh, great equalizer. You know, it really yeah. take, brings two teams. You know, bad weather really brings two teams a lot closer than sometimes they should be. And also, what the the, the big thing in terms of kicking is that they they inflate these footballs to 13 PSI inside of a room that's 70 degrees. And then you take it out to zero degrees, and it goes from 13 pounds of pressure to like eight and a half or nine. Mm-hmm. So the way you kick a ball, punt a ball, it's all about compressing the ball. And when it's eight or nine PSI, the ball doesn't compress. So makes it, it makes it's almost impossible to kick a ball. You're kicking a frozen rock that's flat. <laughs> you know, like think of how, where that's going to go. Oh. You know, so... That's something people don't really think about, but it's a it's a big factor. Do you think that games, playoff games, and thing? Uh, that, that's one question that I, you know I debate as well. Is do you think playoff games or should be should be equalized in the elements, like always played in the dome, or do you like that they're played where the home team is from? But then the Super Bowl will never be like a weather. Yeah. No, I think playoff games should be played, you know, in the home team advantage type thing. You yeah, know, think of how many classic you know lambo field games there's been and, yeah you know that's uh the ice bowl and all that is just some of the coolest you know uh nfl story i remember telling before we played in uh minnesota last week i'm like 
or last week, last year, I was like, this is this is miserable. It's going to be terrible. But this is what you're going to talk about to your grandkids in 30 years. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to talk to them about uh, week 13, 72 degrees in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Okay, that's not going to be a topic of conversation in 30 years, but you will talk about this game for the rest of your life. So, I mean, you're probably not going to enjoy it, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but try to. But I do think that – I always think the Super Bowl should be played in a dome or warm weather. Okay. You know, I think we, we when we played in New York – uh, a few years back, we, we got completely locked out. It was like right after the game started blizzarding. I think, <laughs> like it was, I was like, if this game would have been played like a, a day they, later, it would have been the worst weather. In, in I NFL remember ta- that whole week they were like, oh man, this is not oh, looking man. good. And yeah. then just for that, for that, like for some reason, uh, that, that day just beautiful. And then yeah, back to Goodell. Juice. Goodell has an in with God for that weather. <laughs> yeah, that was just it was crazy. all week. It was freezing. We went out. I think it was uh, Wednesday, or Thursday. We went to the stadium. The, the kickers. To kick just to see what it was like, and it was awful. You know, in your head you try to be like, "Oh, it's not that bad. Don't even, don't even worry. I'm not even thinking about this." And you're just like, "This is awful." Uh, and then, yeah, just somehow that one day, Sunday afternoon, it was like 50 degrees, no wind. Yeah. Then blizzard right after the game. I think, I think half the planes were grounded the, ne- the next day trying to get out of town. Did you do anything fun this weekend? I went to LA. Yeah. Spent some time with my wife. How's she doing? She's doing great. Coming up this week. Coming up this week for uh, shows in Seattle. Last Comedy. Get your tickets at sarahcolona.com or lastcomedy.com. Yeah. Shows on, uh, we're, we'll be at the show on Thursday. Thursday, ticket, yeah. I'll be at the show also on Friday, the early one. And then there's also sh- two shows on Saturday and a late show on Friday. Get your tickets. Yeah. Be fun. That's awesome. So, so what'd you guys do down there? Uh, what'd you do? Um, It was just a classic John and Sarah weekend. You know, went, got there, went and had some good Italian food across the street. Nice. Drank a few. Glasses, bottles of wine. Bottles, bottles of wine. Saturday, just uh, relax. We went to a friend had a uh, birthday party there, and now I realize now, like once you get into like your thirties, birthday parties are like at five. <laughs> by eight, so by eight o'clock, I'm like we gotta go. I'm exhausted. We were in bed by eight thirty. Whereas I... like when you're in your twenties, you know, if your buddy has a birthday party at well, some crappy bar, it starts like ten. Yeah, yeah, ten yeah. o'clock start. Yeah, no, we are, we are. Sleeping by ten, it's, like, I, I kind of like true. it though. I'm so I'm so done with that. Just you know that your birthday was gonna be just the most hungover you were for the whole year, like just wreck you forever. Yeah. Oh, I don't miss those at you all. You just recall your birthdays by how hungover you were the next yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. And you look at the pictures, like, oh, that looked like fun. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I was there. Oh, I was, oh, you were just there in third person because. Dude, you, know, you uh, so you sent me a text yesterday, and I had to put it on Twitter of exactly why we are friends, because I was, I was on my way back home, and I got a text from you that said, dude, 1996 Road Rules Marathon on MTV yeah. right now, and I was like, oh my <laughs> god, I've got to get home and watch this. I saw that on MTV, and then I texted you about it, but I was like, oh man, because you know, sometimes they have like a whole marathon, like, maybe they like bringing the show back. Yeah. Like, it's been off the air for... That uh, like would be epic. Fifteen years. Yeah, but they're not, not doing there. It. Why not? Let's start a let's start a call in or a, a write in to MTV. Write in to MTV and tell them we want road rules back. That, yeah. Did you watch any of that? On, I did. Texted me. No, I didn't. After text you. Oh, I think we went for brunch after that. I think I watched. I got home and day. watched like five episodes. Oh, really? It's so good. It's so good. It was such a good show. That show was just what was so cool about it is just like the, the going. Well, oh, what my wife was laughing at. One of the things they did is. Uh, they had to get these the clues, and then they had to go, you know, do jobs to earn money so they could get to the other place. And 
but they kept talking about how they had this thing called GPS. And so they had to put coordinates into <laughs> the, the GPS. GPS. And, and one of them was like, this is incredibly, like, incredible technology right now. That <laughs> It's a global po- positioning unit and you have to, you or system, and you have to put the coordinates in and then go find this thing. And I'm like, wow, now we have literally GPS Everyone in our pocket. <laughs> That's crazy how far our technology has come. Did you ever want to be on that show? Have we talked about this? Before? We did. I, I, that's the show I wanted to be on. I think yeah. you said you wanted to be on on Real World. I would yeah, have rather I, done Road Rules. I felt like all they did is just like they sit around and drink all day on Real World. Then they give them some like crappy job that's all fake. Yeah, they had terrible jobs. What Why did they even make that part of the so show? It was so fake. They were like, you have to work at this pizzeria. <laughs> like all, all seven of us that we all have the same shift every week together. <laughs> There's like two, so true. Like we have to make two pizzas between the seven of us. It's like the Jersey Shore house where they had to work at the t-shirt shop. Yeah, like yeah. really, because like, they're really helping you. And then it started off where it's like they're just like nobodies. Then like a year later, they're huge, like all millionaires, and they're still making work at this t-shirt. It's like it's just a bunch of millionaires <laughs> who are getting paid thirty grand to show up at a bar, and they also work at a t- t-shirt shop. I'm yeah, like, no one's buying this bit anymore. Yeah, just move on. Let's move it on. Move on. That's funny. So, um. With the season starting, this is also uh, getting ready to go back to school, and it's crazy. So my uh, my daughter, her birthday is at, in September, so she will be waiting one more year before going to school. But I've been seeing, you know, all the back to school shopping and all this stuff, and I was just it just made me think about being a kid. Oh, and yeah. uh, do you remember like getting ready to go back to like just back to school shopping? Oh, I hated all of it. You hated it, I because I, I hated I hated school until I loved high school. But I hated elementary school. How do you hate elementary school? All you do is... What are you talking about? Like, go and sit in a little desk for for eight hours? All you do is hang out and, like, go to recess and... and Yeah, maybe at Renton Learning Academy where you went. (laughs) I went to the School of Hard Knocks, son! No, no, you did not go to the School of Hard Knocks. Northside Regina! Uh, I like how sometimes you describe Canada as a beautiful place, and then sometimes I feel like you describe it as like the armpit of Russia, the it way just, it seems. It just whatever works best for my argument that day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, whatever works best for my argument, I just run with. So you didn't you didn't look forward to like getting I your like it. all summer? I I go outside and play all day all yeah. summer, and then I go sit in a desk. Yeah, but so you get to go back can and I see can your t- friends. Can't contain me like that. I thought my friends and I we were playing football all summer. And I got to see the ones that I wanted. Now you're getting into a room where half the kids you don't even like. Well, it was basically jail. It was basically. I hated it. I hated it. You didn't, what about going back to school, like clothes shopping? Did you? Yeah. Have, was that like a big deal for you guys? Like, did you get to go like shopping before the school year started? And you plan your outfits oh. and. No, great. We didn't have that kind of money. Well, no, neither did we. I didn't have good <laughs> money. Like I was thinking about. I talked to my parents of like I know my parents did the absolute best they could, and we had a hard time growing up. But I was like. Some of the things you allowed me to wear, like, no wonder I got picked on and beat up. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, why Pu- would you do that to me? Public school wasn't good for you. No. Because I did private school until fifth grade. And then, remember we talked about that? Yeah. I, had, I wore the all denim. The beat denim, up the very first day. Very first day. Bowl beat cut. Oh, I ran into one of my cut. buddies just the other night. We went down to Dino's and had a beer. And uh, we, had, we were friends from uh, elementary school. And he goes... He he said he had talked to somebody and said he was coming to meet up with me. And the guy was like, you still got that bull cut? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God dang it. Why, why, why do you still why, remember that? Why would things happen? Like, people never forget. Never. Like, I still remember the kid that peed his pants yes. in fifth grade. Like, and, I still remember were, it. And, and I still, if you like, saw him, you'd be like, hey, remember yeah. that time? I know. Sometimes I do, right? I'm like, dude, I remember when you 
you whizzed yourself. People are that's kids are so mean. That was it. Like, why like, why don't you hey, get that? Because you still got that bowl cut. Like no, you know what? I'm an adult. I don't have a bowl cut. I don't remember what I had for dinner last night, and I remember crazy stories like that from elementary school that yeah. happened. You know what? Twenty five years ago. Yeah. Why? It's, I don't know. <laughs> it's so so ridiculous. I'm trying to think. Two thousand what's ninety four? That would ninety three, ninety four. But yeah, like fifth sixth grade, like. I, I, but I remember going back to school shopping, like, we had, uh, yeah, my parents, we did a lot of shopping at Ross, nothing wrong with that, nothing but that's that's how it was. Because you can like, dress for less. You can dress for less, yeah. but I remember, did you, I don't know if it was popular up here, but here we had, there was a big phase of starter jackets. Oh, yeah. You know, starter jackets? So, I had Atlanta Falcons one. Did you? Yeah, I love Deion Sanders. So I had, uh, I had like, I was like the kid who had like the no one. I, my, I had the Kansas City Chiefs, and it was bright yellow uh, and red. Uh, I remember that one because <laughs> like, it was the one that was at Ross. It was the one that we could uh, afford. And so one... I got my starter. I felt so good, and then it was like, sure enough, how... when I wear it, and they're like, oh, there's that geek in the bowl cut. Now look at his stupid Kansas City jacket. How does Kansas that City trickle jacket? down the system in the Ross dress for less uh, hierarchy to land in the Pacific Northwest? Uh, because it wouldn't sell anywhere, and they're like, "Well, maybe, maybe some kid in Renton will wear this." Yeah, these kids in Kansas won't even wear this. Yeah, send it to the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, I remember like every kid had one of those jackets. Yes, they were the. Do you the, big, the, the big pouch on the front. Yeah, yeah, they were so cool. And oh, and like the worst thing ever was like if you're if the the star s broke off of the of the zipper because they would come off every once in a while, and you'd be like, "Oh no, like oh. the starter symbol's gone." See, it was, Do you remember there were stories in the I news the, about people remember, getting jumped for those? Yeah, well, I remember the starter symbol because it was always so cold that it would stick to your lips <laughs> in Canada. Because that would be like minus 20, and then you'd like look down like stick to your lips. Yeah, those starter. What was God, I was trying to think of some of these other things. Did you guys have uh, Stussy up there? Uh, Do you remember Stussy? The brand? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it really made it there. What about Jinko jeans? I don't think that made it there either. The big giant jeans that were made no sense for kids to wear. I don't remember that. What about Fila? I remember Fila. I, I was the kid. That's that's how you knew I got picked on. I was the kid who had Fila. Oh, you got picked on then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when uh, Reebok pumps came out? Oh, those were so awesome. They were so cool. Somehow, my brother and I both got a pair of those. I will never forget the first time my parents, I don't know how, I think I was in eighth grade and I convinced my parents to spend money on shoes and I got a pair of the all white Penny Hardaways Mm. and uh, they were so, no one had them. Everyone had the black, no one had the white ones and I found them and I wore them to school and they were like 135 bucks. My mom was so mad, but I just, I begged her for them and I had them at school for about a week and we were sitting uh, and some girl we were sitting down and she thought it was funny and took her pen and stabbed the oh, air pocket and popped the air pocket that b what's her name oh, I don't what's remember. her name I don't we're looking remember. her up right yeah. now yeah i was oh, just what? i was enraged i was like why would you do that what a jerk first time i'd ever had do you nice... remember her name no you do. Uh, tell her her you... name was erica. erica i do i do oh. i don't remember her last name we should look her up i know mcknight bill mcknight Center middle school bill. you stabbed him Send her a bill for $135, plus, <laughs> plus damages. That that lawsuit's now about 10 Gs. <laughs> the emotional damage. Can you imagine she's got a letter in the mail saying she's getting sued for something she did back in 1994? <laughs> On this date. You've been served, Erica. You. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, I want to kind of do it. 
I do too. That Erica, would be you're amazing. out there. You're lifting. You know what you did. Yeah. You should. Good luck sleeping tonight, yeah. jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was th- the other thing I was thinking about is, uh, did you guys play random sports in like elementary, middle, or like middle school, high school? Like, I, I was always thought about like one of the things that was fun is you start playing different sports. Like, I remember playing like getting super into like pickleball. Oh really? Pickleball battles. Did you ever play pickleball? No, I don't even know what that is. Are you serious? What's a pickleball? We played real sports, Greg. We weren't just really good at a bunch of exercises. <laughs> I like how you just insult it. Like, uh, you know, people from Renton, you will know pickleball. Like, let's let's not Wait, it like, it's not it like calisthenics. Like we just did like <laughs> dance aerobics and it, it was Zumba. <laughs> it was 1990s version of Zumba, and we it's called a lot it, of MC Hammer. We called it pickleball. <laughs> it was called. It was that cool. Uh, okay, what's pickleball? Pickleball uh, is like tennis okay but indoors okay with wooden paddles okay and wiffle balls wow it sounds so stupid when you made me say it and out it's not loud. in the olympics yet it's, it should be there's not a pro tour i will tell you, i bet you there is a pro there tour somewhere is. there's like do- there's like pro dodgeball now yeah people don't do that you didn't do anything dodgeball should be a game where you all go and do it and then go and have a beer after true not like take it so seriously that it I don't know. There's professional, like, there are adult professional kickball leagues. Really? Yeah. That's funny. I think dodgeball at least is a little more. I love kickball. I, I love kickball. I did too. The big, like, rubber, red rubber ball you kick. I was good at it too. I'm not going to lie. Those were also. So when you played, when you were a kid, did you play, uh, did you guys play dodgeball in PE? Yeah. Did I you, loved it. Did you use the ru- the red rubber balls or did you use the soft no, foam I balls? I think we started off using the rubber balls and then as we got older there's people like this isn't safe. <laughs> this is not safe. We, I remember they're that. like one, they're like huge red balls. If you yeah. get one of those balls like they weighed a few pounds. Yeah, they were you just get drilled. There was always that one kid who Yeah, like, like poor little Melissa <laughs> running across the middle and it's like, Oh man, like I'm a pretty good athlete, but there's her head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just a I could not do this, but I'm gonna a red You're dodge, out. A red dodgeball on the side of Melissa's face. <laughs> oh. And then, no, then they had, like, those Nerf ones. Yeah. Then the, it was harder to throw those. You couldn't get any, like, velocity behind them. Yeah. You, like, try to go across the gym, and they start to float on you the, a little bit. They'd curve up. They'd then do that the up curve. semi-good athlete kid would run across the back and catch it in the air, and you'd be, out, and you'd be so pissed <laughs> off. Like, this guy. Do you, like, that's the only time I think I've ever felt like a uh, like a WWE athlete is, like, getting the ball caught and waiting for someone on your team to catch one. I'm like, tag me in. <laughs> catch one. Tag me and Here I come. And then you catch him. Like, it's on. <laughs> or there's always, like, that one, like, heroic moment that one kid has where it's, like, all the kids on the other team against the one. And then they catch one and he brings the guy back. And it's, like, the big comeback. Oh. Yeah. Those are the days. I feel like this should be, like, a – I know they made days. a dodgeball movie, but I think we need to make a more serious one, like a drama <laughs> just like where the kid really fights back. I mean, with Netflix, there probably is something like that out there now. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's just there's a movie for everything now. There is. Oh, I've been watching CrossFit movies lately. What is a CrossFit movie? It's movies about CrossFit games. What? I'm big into this Cross. I've never done CrossFit in my life, but I really like watching it. I it it scares me. Yeah, I mean, it's scary. They they're intense. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So what is it? What is it? I mean, I think I've seen them on on you know ESPN where they did the the, the CrossFit Games. Yeah, yeah. Would you? How far? How? Well, you're in good shape. How How do you think you would I'd, do? I'd like to. I'd like to try some of that when I retire. I'd like to try it. Probably too old. You can't do it. Wouldn't? Isn't that considered training? Know. Yeah, but during the season, you don't want to get away from your normal. Yeah, your normal thing. I'm very. 
in a routine with everything. Creature habit. Yeah. Even my workouts are all all the same. Everything. So I don't know. I'll probably be the CrossFit Games champion in 2023. <laughs> Mark it on your calendar. Mark it. Write it down, folks. It's been said here. <laughs> Did uh, one of the things are you? I, uh, one of the things that we talked about when we first met um, that you really missed doing uh, was snowboarding. Yeah. Is that something once you're done that you will go back to doing again? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it for a while, and then I was like, over it. You know, like well, no, just like in my head, I'm like. I, I did it when I grew up in Saskatchewan. Yeah. So it'd be like, you know, we'd go to Montana and we'd go snowboarding. But now I'm like, well, I could, you know, when I have a week off someday, I could go to Montana, which is a beautiful place, don't get me wrong, and go snowboarding. Or I could go lay on a beach in Cabo. It's way better. You've changed, bro. I've changed. You've changed. Some people call it selling out. <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> I don't You can call me a sellout because I'll be laying on a beach in Cabo. <laughs> so sell that out. <laughs> Oh man! Do you ever? You, you, were you a snowboarder or a skier? I was a skier. You still? Yeah, it's been. I haven't went for the last two years. It's, it's just hard to find time now. Yeah, with it's expensive hobby too, man. It, dude, so the two things that I enjoy doing as hobbies are skiing and golfing, and both of them are expensive. Yeah. They're like there's not a, it, it. Yeah, it's not a cheap man's sport. Like, I, I've t- I've went skiing. I didn't go last year. I went the year before. And I had bought new gear, and I think I've only used it twice just because I don't have the time. I'm yeah. hoping with Scarlet, like, this next year, um, we will – I'll start taking her. Because I, I was a kid, man, going up skiing every weekend was one of my favorite things to yeah. do. And they can do – you know, get her in one of those programs where she can learn to do it because I think it's it's super fun. But uh, it's just hard to do as an adult to – There wasn't a lot of well, – wasn't a lot of ski places in Saskatchewan. No. No, it's, I mean, it's the flattest place on earth. There's a ski place, like, an hour away, and it was, like, just in a valley. So every, ru- every run was, like, 30 seconds long. And it's always like, you know, you come up to the chairlift. Usually you come up to the chairlift, and you, like, overlook this beautiful mountain. You come up to this chairlift, and there's a dirt road and a farmer's field. Because <laughs> you're just in the valley. You're not getting to the top of anything. So you, you kind of look, you know, you're, like, looking over the mountain, just, like, a farmer's field and a dirt road. It's like, just oh, well, I'm just going to go. Oh, hey, John, yeah. how are you? <laughs> I'm going to go back down and come up and do this. 500 times this afternoon <laughs> did you so have you been to any like epic places skiing, like big places uh we used to always go to whitefish montana yeah okay so yeah and then um you know we went to bamp to bamp where it's like i always wanted to it? go there uh i can't remember what lake was it lake louise and yeah. uh i can't remember fernie i can't remember what they're all called i like fernie we uh, took a trip when I was a kid with my dad, one of the like coolest road trips, it was me. Uh, my mom had a conference to go to, so my dad took me and my sister through like a 13-day road trip through Canada. And we went up to Banff and saw like the Banff Castle. And mm-hmm. I was just like, man, that place was so cool. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. But I was thinking, one of the things I was thinking about is, is one of the worst things about skiing, especially when you're a kid, um, was did you ever get stuck on a chairlift for like a long amount of time? No, n- never for more than like five or ten minutes. So even ten minutes is a long time. Well, where you're up there especially the wind, if the wind is going. Oh. I think I think the worst oh. I had was it was about fifteen to twenty minutes, and that was miserable. And it was right at the high spot, so there was nothing oh. I could do. My dad told me that he got stuck on a chairlift for over an hour one time, and uh, I was like, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I would go crazy that's, in an hour. That's why I'll be on a beach in Cabo. <laughs> I'll be. I'll sell all my stuff on Craigslist. Craigslist still a thing? It is. Really? There's a lot of other alternatives now. Offer yeah. up. There's this thing called eBay. 
eBay really really took over. I think uh, I think it's I think it's I've heard good things about it. Yeah, you can uh, sell stuff on it. Craigslist Craigslist killer. You ever see that movie? It's on yeah. Lifetime. Yeah. Sarah gets me to watch these Lifetime movies sometimes, and then I kind of like them. So then I act like she's making me watch them, but I'm like, dude, there's I'm gonna I I will give a, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I'll give a shout out to a podcast that I like, uh, which is my favorite murder. And it's these two comedians, uh, these these girls, and I don't know their names, sorry, but I do listen to the show. And they, every week, they both come up with kind of like a murder that has happened in... Like a real one? Like or real life. One, yeah. Real life one, and then kind of like the backstory and, and all this stuff. And it's fascinating. So, I mean, like, it's really, like, dark, but they're also comedians. So, like, they kind of bring a light to it of, like, talking about it so it's not just so crazy, but, like, just some of the stories of, like crazy people in the history of the united states or all over the I mean, it's just like oh my gosh it's just nuts i was showing my wife listen to one and and she doesn't like that stuff at all but she somehow kind of got into it and um it's it's weird it's like fascinating to hear these stories because like, i like uh you know all those shows like whether it's uh uh the first 48 or all that stuff. i mean yeah. i'm fascinated by that stuff and so like this that that show is actually it's really interesting speaking of uh i'll check that out yeah, it's a good one. I watched last night on the plane. I downloaded this show called uh, Sixty Days In. Love it. I say so good. I, I I'm the, glad you brought that up. I watched up. the first two episodes, and I was, so the whole thing is they just take seven people, just normal people, and basically put them in jail. Mm-hmm. Have you? Okay, so wait. So did you start season one or season two? I started two? season one. So. so this one guy is like a school teacher, and he's real cocky, <laughs> rich. So, is that his name? Oh, Rich. He's yep. so cocky. He's like, yeah, this is it's gonna be like you know Club Med in there, blah blah blah. And he went in there just with a terrible, at, like an attitude, just like he was like the 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 the, the whatever. I can't yeah. say it. He was the stuff, you know. That he thought that he was just like the man. And they just call like I mean, they they can call out phonies in a second mm-hmm. in a place like that. Because I've been there before, guys. A lot of time. School That's of hard, the one thing that no one knows. School of hard knocks, Northside Regina, folks. <laughs> But this guy went in, and that's why like, you hated school. You didn't do it. You actually just yeah. spent it all at Juvie <laughs> for nine years, <laughs> his, honing his, your he like skills. Screw, he screws up his backstory because he doesn't really think it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he, he screws it all up, and then they're just like calling him. They're like, "You got pulled over at a stop sign on the freeway?" He's like, "Yeah, man." They're like, "It's a freeway, dude." Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So it's like, so they think he's a cop right away, and it's just. So and how far in are you? Two episodes. Oh, dude, it's so good. Just and, wait. I, I was watching it yesterday on a plane, and I was like, usually, you know, you're watching a show, and you're like, okay, it's time for the show to be over. And I was like, I, was like, I, I wish I downloaded more. I yeah. was like, I, I wanted to keep on going, because it, uh, it was really interesting. Dude, it's it's really good. And now they just started season two. Yeah. And uh, the way they did it is because they did those guys, and they knew that it wasn't going to last mo- any more time once the show was out. So they did those. And I think they waited like two weeks, and then they sent seven more in right after the first seven left. Really? And I think that's probably going to be it because you aren't at that point now. If you're in that jail, everyone will be like, "Are you well, part of the show?" So that was it for the. So I think that'll be it for just two seasons. But the but next don't, season's don't even more move, intense. Don't think they'll move on to another jail. M- maybe, but just I'm saying at that jail they did it to where you know they back to back, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I can. I mean, I, I would never do that. Sixty days, just balling, and it's yeah, it's one of the, it's like kind of one of those they're like pods. So there's like fifty people living. It's like a communal. thing. It looks almost. awful. I didn't even know those jails like that existed. I thought you were just locked up all the time. What do you mean? Like I thought you were just like in in a, in a cell by yourself for twenty three hours a day. That, so that's well, more like a prison. That's like well, and that's like isn't that it's more, more like, like solitary hot. confinement? Oh, okay. Because if you're in the normal, because you've watched a lot of those shows like on on. Uh, 
you know, Discover, A and E, all those, all those networks, and they're like they usually have a pod where if you're in, if you're in, you have an area you can hang out, and then you have a cell usually with like one or two other people. But then like that for like jail where they have just like so overcrowded too. Well, I'm I don't know why they expect any like like I I understand why it changes people and make I mean they they it's hard to watch how those people are, you know. There's no rehab happening. They're no, just, they're just locked no. in a cage. No, they're just locked up in there. Um, you ever watch Locked Up Abroad? Yes. And they just like some of these countries, it's like it's just like thrown in a yard and just you fend for yourself for eight years basically. It's just like it's just like it's a big fence and it's just like a, it's like a little village that you just can't leave. Yeah, I love some of yeah. those that are crazier. Like there's a couple of those stories of people who've actually like escaped from there. Yeah. There's one who was kind of almost like the the great you know great escape like like they. They bounced out, made it across the border of another country, and then like found asylum. Yeah, I love I love those stories for some reason. But I also love the stories like on these shows that people like plan this big like breakout for years and like this night we're gonna do it, and then they get caught like a block away. <laughs> you know, it's like we're gonna do it on this night. It's gonna be thunder and lightning. You're gonna jump the fence and run, and then it's like a block later they got them. They're like, did you plan a year for that? <laughs> Like you, you, why did you just stop at getting like out? The, and they're the, like, "We're out now." What? Like, oh man, you would have thought this, you would have went a little this further. This was the last chapter in our plan. It's on the other side. And so, uh, <laughs> so we're out. And Where then, it's, oh it's crap, blank. it's blank. I didn't. Uh, it's like the uh, Shawshank Redemption. I didn't. Right, only he got out. <laughs> he got out. And he's still living out there. Yeah, Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne. What a guy, Andy Dufresne was. Yeah. Yeah. Are you making That's a note good. we're not allowed to talk about Morgan Freeman? <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Freeman <laughs> off limits. Well, uh, that's good. So yeah, um oh, I love those those kind of shows just I don't yeah. know. I'm fascinated by all we, of them. We talk about TV a lot on this I know. Show, so. I think people I guess that's hopefully if you don't like that stuff then I mean that's all we really do. Is all we do is talk about TV. Talk TV and Oh, I think the finale of The Bachelor in Paradise is tonight or tomorrow night. Oh, I God. I'm Dude. really happy that that's over. Did you see it? What was that show? Oh, man. the uh, There was the show Love at First Kiss, something like oh, that. Oh, Sarah loves all those. Someone ones. someone tweeted us, and then one of the people from the show was like, they one of our one, someone was like, hey, you guys should watch that and then like talk about it. And then one of the girls that was on the show like tweeted us and oh, was really? like, yeah, like watch it. Sarah, Sarah, and I watched an episode the other day. Lo- I love it. First kiss. They just, they, it's like a blind kiss. They just walk into a room and kiss each other, and they can decide whether or not they want to go on another date or something. Blindfolded? No, no. They, they can see it, but it's like blind in terms of you just walk into it. Like if I just walked into a room and you were standing there, we'd make out. And, and then, then we have to decide based on. And oh, then we, yeah, no, yeah. And then we walk back out of the room, and then we both say if we want to see each other after. Then we just talk about the, the what just happened. And then if we, we there's, a, I don't think it's like a speed date or something. They talk for a few minutes, and then if they like each other, then they go on a date. This stuff is getting out of control. What was it, isn't there like another one that was like dating naked, like where you just show up naked? Yeah, Sarah and I watched that one too. It's great. <laughs> so bad. Dating naked. Oh, we do need to come up with some things other than TV to talk about. I know, but it's so hard. There's so much good TV out there. There really is. Ninety Day Fiance. Have you ever seen that? No. What is that? It's where an American brings over someone from another country. <laughs> 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 this is real, no. and because because of the, how the 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 work status. It's called a fiancé uh, visa, and you have 90 days to either get married or leave the country. So this person – Sarah and I are going to be on that show. So this <laughs> so We have, like, 30 more days to decide whether or not I can stay in the country. This person's whole, like, chance of whether they can stay in the country or not depends on if the other person decides to marry them. Yeah, and sometimes it's just, like, it's so obvious. You'll see, like, 
this Russian model come yeah. over and this, this big this guy that's like you know they're they're they're, yes. they're not on the same it's level. I don't I don't want to get, but they're they're not on the same level of of uh, maybe looks. Yeah. I'm not saying that's all it is, but you know what I mean. Okay? Yes. I'm not, it's it's clear what's going You're on. You're kind of thinking of like, oh, he must be rich. Yeah. <laughs> or she's just trying to get in the or country. She's, yeah. Or he's just trying to get in the country, whatever, what have you. Okay. No more TV. A uh, okay. couple of things we'll go because we're just about out of time. Uh, 13th Man. We 13th finally man. got one. Did we got one? Okay. Let me hear it. So we'll, uh, we're going to start... We'll do this every week. This one is going to be a little general because there were so many comments okay. I didn't want to call. Okay, before you start, say the uh, the guy's name, where he lives, uh, what I, what school his kids go to. Okay, go. so make it really personal. No, <laughs> so I'm just going to leave this one. Uh, this was this was on our on the the Seattle Seahawks webpage. Okay. So oh, say so when people can write in comments. After? Yes. I cannot read those because they get me. Oh, it's me it's unreal. Anything. It's like it makes me so angry. So this was this is. I'm only going to give you your first name. Michael. Oh, this is classic Michael. Classic Michael. It. My blood is steaming. And he right was just, there was tons of people who had comments along like this, but I just, I, I'm going to read the comment and I just would like, you, you know, because your expertise matters so much and, and it really does help. This is my, my, my goal or my thought for 13th Man of the Week. So, for real, can't believe we cut all the players that performed great and kept crap players. Michael. What are your thoughts? Because he, if he, if it was up to him, if we he, shouldn't uh, have kept so many cap crap players. No, first of all, Michael, there's no crap players in the NFL. Yeah, there's no, there's no crap. Play, there's no guys that just like stumble, fall, wake up, and land in an NFL locker room. There's no crap players here. We cut a lot of really good players. Yeah, so that's a fact. You know, but you have to trust John Schneider, who's the best GM in the world. Knows more than you do, Michael. So, new, uh, if you're listening to the show, follow us on Twitter, uh, at Kick It with J and G. Um, it sounds like we might have a few uh, few little prizes to give away, so follow us, uh, send us a tweet, do something. We'll uh, we'll pick someone to give, give us a little bit of swag away to. Um, oh, I did want to answer this real quick because I did have someone ask me this. Um, what kind of real estate I do? I do uh, residential real estate, and if you, uh, I would love to work with you. So find us on, find me, and that's that's what I do. So yeah, residential real estate. Um, Facebook, kicking it with John and Greg. You got anything else you want to say, buddy? No, I'm good. Find us uh, this Thursday to see Sarah at Laughs Comedy Club. It's in the U District. And, uh, Get your tickets; they're going fast. Yeah, they're almost sold out. And that's it. We'll see you next week after the Miami game. After week one. After week one. And we will talk about a lot more TV shows. We'll talk about all the, <laughs> all the people that badmouth all the players that weekend. That's that screwed 13th up their, man will their, really start. Their office fantasy league. Oh, fantasy football. Fantasy football. All right. All right. We'll see you next week.